it's exciting though to watch that as that's sort of again been our values and and what we've done just in life is keeping the faith working hard you know great things will happen and and so that's what we did we stayed focused we, we worked hard and we kept the faith and and it just opens up the next step the next path the next thing the next again the next development company that's going to come and take all this off of our plate and be great and the next you know sort of partnerships or you know investment or, or whatever so Again, just staying the path and, and staying focused and, and believing that it's going to happen. Welcome back to the Venturing Out Podcast. I'm your host, Dylan Fontaine. We're joined by Jared and Krista Medulla for our last episode covering Taste Buddy the platform they created to engage artisans and their customers and allow them to buy and sell from anywhere in one place. If you haven't listened to their previous two episodes, I would encourage you to do so. In the first, we talked about the origin of TasteBuddy, and in our second episode, we dove into the business of TasteBuddy and the logistics behind it. In this episode, Kristen and Jared will share their lessons that they have learned along their entrepreneurial journey and share them with you as you embark on yours. And so as you look back across your, your taste buddy journey, I mean, what's been one of the most rewarding things or rewarding components of working on taste buddy for each of you? Yeah. I mean, I think it just goes back to, again, seeing things, um, seeing your, your hard work and your struggles and your, you know, um, you know, the things that didn't go the way that you wanted them to sticking with it, um, powering through it. And then seeing the results from it, right? That's that's the most rewarding. I think when we finally launch, I think that's going to be the ultimate. Um, but yeah, just actually seeing that come to light again, you know, uh, whether it was you know our, necessarily our fault or not, but but picking that again, that example of the development company and really, really struggling to to get things done, and you really having to take on that role, but it right. that caused you to get to the next level, get to the top of the mountain, so to speak, right. where then everything just showed itself and, and you just had to sit back and let the experts do the work. So getting again to that, that point of, um, finding your experts, right. You had to be the expert of everything. And then that moment where you're finally being able to hire and just be supportive to that expert is, was awesome. And, and we don't have all of our experts yet. <laughs> and I'm not sure we ever will, but, but just, you know, slowly getting to that has been amazing. I don't know. I think the, I think the, the dream daily, like waking up and knowing, I mean, it, it automatically gives you something great to look forward to that day. Um, but, but the people that, that this will eventually help the millions of people that this will eventually help and change their lives. Hopefully mm -hmm. I think that's like the greatest, the greatest part of it uh, for me is it, it really, it really has the capability of being that thing that can change so many people's lives just by doing it the right way and creating something based on truth, you know? Yep. I, I agree. I think that's a, that's a big deal. Mm. And we'll be, we'll be excited when it actually yeah. is, is live and, and doing that. Uh, mm -hmm. We can actually see it, you know, but, yeah. but I think that the messages that we get now and the notes that we get, um, from these people who can't wait because it, it really is going to change their life. Like they, they really need that, whether it's the extra income or 
they just need a job and they have this dream that they haven't fulfilled, whatever it is, that's, it's so powerful getting those messages and those, those letters mm-hmm. and calls, you know? Yeah. I, Jared, you said it quite a few times, creating something based on truth. Like, I love that, that I think if more people have that perspective when starting up, um, I, I don't know if necessarily it would, it would make the process easier, but I think it would be more consistent. Their, their startup process more consistent. Um, because if like, if that's what you, you live by creating things for others and based on truth. And as Kristen and I have talked about like pure servant leadership, I mean, that's going to deliver much more value than if you're extrinsically motivated or you're doing it for, you know, to be the unicorn or if you're doing it simply to make money. I mean, we've got to, we've all got to make money. Um, you can't, you can't operate without money. But um, one thing that I've learned is you always invite people to the process, right? And when you invite people to the process and you're inclusive and you bring others with you along your journey, more willing to follow. And I mean, they become like champions for your startup or for your business. So I, I, I love truth. Um, and as you guys have, have embarked on this journey together, I mean, you've, you've seen a lot of success, you've overcome a lot of challenges, but what's one thing that you wish you could do over again? Um, or do with, differently within taste budding mm-hmm. or, uh, or not. I mean, if it's outside, or, or not, if it's outside of taste buddy. Oh gosh. Well, if it's outside of taste buddy, no, I think it just goes back to, um, I think that with taste buddy, we did, you know, the timing is right. We did everything the way we could and as fast as we could. I, I think if I could have done this way, I think that's one thing, probably a lot of people say, if I could have done this way sooner, it would have been great. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, to be able to, to help people that, that much quicker, but, um, you know, I think for me, just being able to, uh, you know, again, just, I think not the unknown is always the, the issue, right? People just, just don't know. So if, if I could have known a little bit more, right, if I could have, you know, done a little bit more research, if I could have, you know, been a little bit, um, you know, more proactive in certain, certain areas, I think that would have helped. But I think we're in a good spot right now where there not yet, at least, you know, there's not a whole lot of, we could have, we wish we, you know, we, we've been in sort of rocket stealth mode and, and really focused. And I think with yeah. it, when you stay focused um, on the vision and what you're doing, um, there isn't room for, you know, if I had to go back, I'd do this. If I had to go back, right. I would have, you know, had a, a, you know, several more, I would have had a million dollars to be able to hire everybody. Right <laughs> <laughs> but we don't have that control. Right. Um, so yeah, I don't know. And I agree with what she just said about being in stealth mode. Whenever you're going at it 150%, um, it leaves nothing to the imagination of man. I wish I would have done this because in that moment you're doing everything you can possible to make it successful. You're doing all that you know how at that moment you're using all your resources that you've learned up to that moment. And so there's really nothing you can do differently at that moment. Mm-hmm. Right. You're doing everything you can. You're doing everything so. you can. So you just keep doing that and you work as, as hard as you can possible 
and you keep the faith and then, you know, you again, a lot. <laughs> take care of your people. And, and, and it's exciting though, to watch that as that's sort of, again, been our values and, and what we've done just in life is keeping the faith, working hard, you know, great things will happen. And, and so that's what we did. We stayed focused. We, we worked hard and we kept the faith and, and it just opens up the next step, the next path, the next thing, the next, again, the next development company that's going to come and take all this off of our plate and be great. And the next, you know, sort of partnerships or, you know, investment or, or whatever. So mm -hmm. again, just staying the path and, and staying focused and, and believing that it's going to happen um, kind of takes that away. Well, and that brings me to uh, something I was going to say earlier is like one of the first conversations we had when we started doing this is um, the idea of you know, when you sit down with your family on Sunday and you have all the laughs and all this food and, and just the world stops outside and it all comes to your table. And and that's what Taste Buddy is. It's it's kind of like a worldwide table for everybody to sit down and enjoy food and break bread with each other. That's mm -hmm. the I think that's the ultimate dream of this thing is to, you know, kind of get everybody enjoying food and two things, food and, and music. And breaking, know, bread. and breaking bread and breaking bread, <laughs> lots of bread, lots of it. Very good. Um, so along the way, um, you, you've talked about Kristen being consistent. Uh, would you say that that's one of your most profound lessons or what would have been some, the key learnings along the way through taste buddy? Yeah, I think being consistent is huge, right? When you have a vision and you set your goal, be consistent and, and go through it. I think consistency is big just in life general in general, mm -hmm. um, but also just the way that you, you build your business. You want to be consistent as possible. Um, you know, when you set the foundation, um, being consistent with that, no matter what is, is really important to us and, and staying true to that, you know, but some of the other things that, you know, we probably mentioned are again, things things are, and I think Jared taught me this, things are, are only temporary, right? You're in that moment and it's only temporary. So work through that moment and it's going to change. It can change in a minute, it can change in a day, but it, you're going to grow into something else. So always knowing that, um, that things, you know, things are fixable things, you know, you just, you got to stay calm and, and, and keep that consistent vision. Um, mm -hmm. at least from our perspective and that, that has, has certainly helped in this journey. And I know it will continue to help, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Never lose sight of the big picture. You right. know? And I, I don't know who originally had, um, sort of taught me that, but as soon as you actually like sit down, um, and, and clearly define what it is that your vision is, and you build upon that, everything changes. Everything's based on that vision. And it's, and if you, you keep it that way, it becomes so clear what you need to do. It's, mm -hmm. it's pretty crazy. Um, but yeah, it, it gets rid of the distractions. There are lots of distractions that come in, um, and can truly shake things up. But if you don't, if you don't, if you don't live in that distraction or you don't let it come in, um, you know, you'll, you'll be successful in, in sort of that journey at least right. from our perspective, but yeah. And it happens so much that you get to where you can see it just plain as day. So <laughs> yeah, yeah the whole thing when we start seeing it come in, we just, Kristen will start going, get, get, <laughs> get. <laughs> we'll just fight through it, yeah. you know? Yeah. And I mean, and that goes back to, to staying focused as you had said and doing it for the truth. 
Um, it's all about the truth. And so if, if you can just keep that, I mean, that's one of the hardest things and it's easy to say is just stay focused. Right. right. It's, it's easy to become distracted. Um, right. especially when you have a lot of opportunity, you know, you're like, uh, cause I know at least me when I, when I do something, I'm like, Oh, I could, but I could do this too. And I could do this. And like, this would come up and this seems fun. Um, but yeah, I, I think defining and, and staying course is incredibly important. So for, for our listeners, a lot of them are young entrepreneurs and you guys have, have done something great, doing it for the truth. Um, and you're truly like serving others. So maybe outside of, of what we've spoken about already, like what is some advice that you would have for a young entrepreneur who's wanting to, to create their own business or organization or do something similar to what you two have done? Yeah, um, I think for me, I, the biggest piece of advice I could give or one of them would be to listen. I think it's so easy for um, people to, um, you know, whatever it is, chime in or, or sort of be the expert, or be the know-it-all or, you know, show that you know things or everything, but it's, it's so much more powerful to actually listen mm -hmm. and learn, right? Listen to what everybody is doing. And it depends on what you want to be. If you want to be an entrepreneur and eventually want to be a CEO and run the company, you know, that's sort of the perspective of, you know, listen to everybody, learn from everybody. If you just take the time, just because you don't say anything, doesn't mean you don't know anything. You're going to know more just by watching everybody else. Um, and then we'll, you know, continue to say it again, um, you know, meet people, talk mm -hmm. to people like everybody's smarter than me. I don't want to be the smart one. I, we just came up with the concepts. I want to hire everybody who's very, very smart and is the expert and knows everything. So go talk to those people, you know, work with them, learn from them, go talk to a CEO of another. They don't care. I mean, some mm -hmm. of them may be busy, but go talk to people and nobody's too good for the other. Right. Um, and that's how you're going to learn and absorb all the knowledge that you're going to eventually need. You will need it at some point. So just learn and do research and talk to people and don't be scared to ask questions. I was one of those people for a long time. I was very scared because I thought that people would, would think that was a dumb question or, you know, she should know that or, mm -hmm. um, but who cares? Again, those are distractions. You have a vision and you have a goal and you need to ask that question, right? Yeah, that's the same here. Go, you go search out the best. Who's the best at it, and learn from those guys who've been there, done that, and uh, and don't be afraid to ask questions, and be respectful of their time, um, for sure. But learn as much as possible, and then when that time's done, go learn from the next best, and and keep that going. Be very curious, mm -hmm. and and uh, work hard. Work work harder than everybody else when everybody else is going to bed at nine or 10 at night and you go to bed at 12 when everybody else is waking up at seven or eight, you wake up at four and outwork everybody. If you really want it, go get it. Yeah, it's true. That's really true. So you guys, um, you've mentioned that you've had to learn a lot along your way. Um, you wore many hats at the beginning and that's hard for a lot of people. And you were probably scouring the internet and you talked about having mentors um, maybe talk about some of the resources that you found along the way that may be accessible to others. 
Yeah, I think right now, again, we're in a digital world. So everything is, is digital. You can go anywhere. You can follow YouTube channels, um, you know, get on LinkedIn and follow people. Um, you know, that's, that's sort of the resource I use. I'm, I'm not huge on social media, but I know that like TikToks and all that stuff have very valuable um, things now, you know, I don't know. I can't keep up with everything, but that's why we hire the experts, right. To keep up with everything. Um, but yeah, I think for me, what works best for me is, is, you know, I've had some really great leadership and I think it starts with family too. You know, I think between Jared and I were, I, I lean to him for, for advice to my family, my mom, my, you know, really, really anybody that you can, but as far as sort of the, you know, during my career path, I've developed great relationships with, you know, the CEOs of some of my companies have had some really great leaders. I haven't always had the best ones, but those are learning experiences too. Um, just because somebody is a bad leader doesn't mean you can't learn from that. Um, so I've, I've learned a lot through that, but then I also follow like time is so valuable. You only have so much time in a day. So don't, you got to pick and choose who you learn from and what you follow and what you put in your brain, right? That's what you're going to go to bed with. That's what you're going to wake up with is what you put in there. So, you know, LinkedIn has been a great resource. I follow several people on there that have sort of the same vision and values that I do. And, you know, I, I'm not afraid um, at this point in my life to, to reach out and text people and email people. What would you do in this situation? And to be honest, they appreciate it. Like they, they like that for the most part. I think the general population really does like helping other people, um, but they get a kick out of it. It's, it's sort of flattering. So it goes back to that. Don't be scared to, to reach out to people. Just, you know, as, as far as resources, again, just, just really anywhere you can get your hands on digitally. And then you know, don't be afraid to reach out to your past boss or CEO or whoever or colleague even and say, Hey, what are your thoughts on this? That's, mm-hmm. that's, you know, you got to swallow that pride because again, the vision, how are you going to get there? It doesn't matter what, if they think, Oh, she didn't know that. Or you know, nine times out of 10, you probably did, but you want to know their perspective because that's going to help you build a business later. Like, you know, <clears throat> so yeah. Yeah. I'm just going to go on the record and say when, uh, when she comes to me for advice, that's when I know we're in deep trouble. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, no! Uh, but I think I think Google, um, you know, yeah, her the investigator hat. When you have to put that thing on and go to town, what she is really, really good at, she really uses that to find things and and find out things and and go through like 10 different steps of Googling before she gets to the, the, the thing she, she was really needing, you know, and she's awesome at it. Oh, I appreciate that. But I, I think really don't be scared to, to actually pick up the phone and talk to people. A lot of times these days we're just emailing people and messaging and like have a conversation with somebody. Mm-hmm. And even if you fumble or, or everybody does it. So if you can just get that out of your head, it's going to happen. And you know, I, I think know. you know that you know that on the head with uh, you know that that reaching out to people who've been there, done that, it is a flattering thing. And when somebody thinks that enough of what you've done with your life or where you've been, that they come to you for advice, I mean that's a that's a that's a really cool thing. And and ninety nine percent of people are are willing to help when you get to that point. Mm-hmm. You know, I think. Or, uh, yeah, I think inherently people want want to help i think people love to be teachers more than anything um because if you've done something and people are coming to you i mean that's a little like 
oh, you know, I've, I've, <laughs> I've, I've done it. I've done it before, you know, Ooh, people want to come to me now. Nice. <laughs> um, I mean, and I forgot who said it, but I remember seeing this on, on a gym poster in like intermediate school, but it was like every, every professional was at one point a rookie, you know? I mean, in every, like, that's so true. Everybody starts somewhere. And so if you've, if you've gotten to a point to where you are, uh, you know, adept at what you're doing, or you've maybe mastered it and someone comes to you for advice, like you should remember where you started. Agreed. And like, you should want to be able to help. Um, And I think, and truthfully, I think if you find someone who isn't willing to help, that's probably not somebody you want to go for help anyways exactly absolutely then it goes back to that you're you know you're going to learn from those people too on what not to do like yeah no never forget where you come from that's that's Mm -hmm. a big one man yeah um i mean but i i think most people in in the entrepreneurial community have that mindset because they know like they know the struggle they know what it's like start up um and I, I think most people are willing to help. Like I said, I, I think most people want to help um, and find those that do. And so going forward, hoping and knowing that you two would be those who would want to help, what I mean, we talk about young entrepreneurship all the time. How can we foster it? How do we encourage it? Why is it important? And, and what can anybody do? Yeah. I mean, I think, I think it is important. I think it's, I think it's important to help where you can. I I feel like that's what taste buddy is. It's, it's, Mm -hmm. it's potentially in that food industry, helping the entrepreneur, the one that wanted to go open up a restaurant, but didn't have the tools or resources, like, you know, whatever you can do to help support that or help guide them. You know, I think that's, I think there's not enough of that. Right. I don't think there's enough out there and it's not necessarily, again, it's, it's, you know, we live in a market where anything is possible. You can do anything. I mean, mm-hmm. we were talking about this the other day, as far as being what those influencers, like finding that, that sort of that little gap, whether it's learning how to do a certain thing. I mean, there are some crazy podcasts and stuff out there that I'm like, I, I didn't even know that that would be popular, but it is. It's somebody, <clears throat> an entrepreneur who has a dream or a thought and you just go do it. You just have to find a way. There is a way just go find it. And sometimes it's tougher than others, but ask people like, and, and that was the thing with us was like, we're going to find a way. Our FDA attorneys were like, nah, you can't do that. You can't sell that. They can't. And I'm like, okay, if they can't do it that way, how can they do it? Like, mm-hmm. I thank you for saying no, that's great. But that doesn't do anything. Like I'm still going to pursue this. How are you, how can we do it differently? There's always, you know, I think that was one of my CEOs earlier on in my career. And that was one of their values was find a way. I think he probably wished that they wouldn't have said that with me <laughs> in some cases, but no, um, I, I love that. I think it's just great. Yeah. Way. Well, there's a, there's an old saying, leave it, leave it better than you found it. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, I think we can obviously see in, in the, the world today that uh, we could all use a lot more of that. And so, you know, as uh you know, the entrepreneurs, new entrepreneurs and everything, just, um, you know, making it a better place, making it a better world. 
Leave it, leave it better than you found it. I love yeah. that. I think Jared and I share a little bit of the same um, message or definition of success and in, in that, you know, helping somebody else achieve their, their goal, helping somebody else become great in our minds is so powerful. And so that's success to us. So I feel like if, if other people can find that same sort of mindset and mentality, you know, this, this, this whole world of, of entrepreneurship and, and really anything else would be so much better, you know, everybody uh, wanting everybody else to succeed. If we all just help each other, you know, there you go. Right. Mm -hmm. Everybody, everybody's helped. Everybody's, you know, has the opportunity at least to be successful. So creating value, everything is creating value. Percent. Everything um, starts from there. Right. Yeah. Well, Kristen and Jared, I mean, I can't thank you enough. I've thoroughly enjoyed this and I've been around, uh, at least I've heard of taste buddy since the, the summer and what you guys are doing is incredible. And I love that you're doing it by the truth. You're doing it from a servant leadership perspective. Um, and you're truly doing it to create value for others. So we appreciate what you do. And we hope that there are others who listen to your podcast and, and are inspired to do that as well. Oh, thank awesome. you so much, Dylan. We appreciate it. We always love talking to you and thank you for having us on. Um, we know you're busy, so. We appreciate your time as well, yeah. you know. Yeah. Again, Jared and Kristen, thanks again for being a part of Venturing Out. Um, like you guys, we try to live by the truth and, and lead in a way that is providing value to others. Our goal and our mission is to ensure that entrepreneurs have adequate resources and that we create this network to where everyone can uh, get to know each other, learn from each other, and, and be better being an entrepreneur um that's really our mission and for you guys providing those same types of resources for taste buddies are incredibly admirable so again we thank you for doing what you do and we thank you for being a part of venturing out and uh, we can't wait to see what you do next <laughs>